Welcome back to JR Afternoons here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb sitting in for Chris Renwick today. Uh, A lot of good conversation to be had, but so much education news that I wanted to have a friend of mine, Nikki Snyder. She's a member of the State Board of Education. She's also running for U.S. Senate. We can get into that, too, Nikki, uh, here in Michigan. Uh, Join us to talk about all the all these things happening. And the big story from last week that I wanted to start with you, Nikki, on is this uh, move by Gretchen Whitmer to create an entirely new education department. And and how is it separately uh, from under the sort of umbrella of the the Board of Education in Michigan? And for the first time that I can think since the Democrats have taken over both the governor's office, the House, the Senate in Lansing, you had Democratic members of the State Board of Education join with you and another Republican on the State Board of Education to unanimously approve asking the attorney general if this is even constitutional for her to do. Nikki Snyder, welcome to the show. Hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining us. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great questions. Lots of good information to get out there for everybody to know and be aware of on this topic for sure. So so what what was behind the scenes here? I mean, how did this come to be? I would never have expected that your colleagues that are Democrats would would kind of go against the governor here and question it. And I'm, I'm reading from, um, I guess, Pamela Pugh, who's who is uh, the board president, you, a colleague of yours on the State Board of Education. She mm-hmm. cites Uh, The state constitution that says, quote, leadership and general supervision over all public educated education, including adult education, et cetera, et cetera, is vested in a state board of education. So why is the governor trying to bypass the powers that you all have as an independent body? And and what sort of came to be? Why did the Democratic colleagues of yours stand up and say, we actually have to question this. We have to question the legality of the constitutionality of this. You know, I think the answer to why is very interesting. I think that's really hers to hers to uh, speak to. Right. And she kind of has, I would argue it's a bit of a canned response in terms of we need strong uh, leadership in pre-K and higher education, we have that. We have that in an elected body of eight people that the Constitution vests power within for the State Board of Education. And we regularly come to the board table and have those discussions. Surprisingly enough, we do, we have actually had uh, several resolutions in the last six months that we've all unanimously voted on in favor of one being for those um, who are disabled and can participate in track for if they are in a wheelchair, and then recently in support of the Native American communities in the state of Michigan. But this last month, we all came together and said, we want an AG opinion on this move. And I would say, yes, it is a very interesting move uh, for Governor Whitmer to make because it is unconstitutional. It's seemingly just on the plain letter language of the Constitution, it it doesn't fly. Do you think that... um that if if one, I question whether Dana Nessel, the attorney general, uh, would would even side with you guys, given her sort of close relationship with the governor. Uh, but yeah. should she actually side with you on this? Uh, what do you think would happen? Would that force the governor to move this new department, the my leap, which is basically, as I understand it, early childhood education, higher education uh, and so on, move that underneath 
the apparatus of the State Board of Education? Or would that mean that that she's not allowed to do any of this? I think it would mean that she's not allowed to do any of this, that it should be dissolved. We have a Michigan Department of Education in which the dollars are directed to statewide and federal-wide, um, that, that the State Board of Education, the Michigan Department of Education has that relationship currently. And again, constitutionally, we are elected to do that work. Exactly. So I don't understand. Now, the governor's office said that they consulted with the attorney general already before they even did this new department, announced the new department. Uh, You know, that's why I sort of scratch my head as to whether uh, the attorney general will side with you guys on this at the Board of Education. But to me, I mean, anyway, it's a plain letter language of the Constitution. Not likely that she will. And, you know, maybe the six Dems are voting in favor of this resolution. Uh, The hard part about this is that, you know, she has said we want to partner with the Department of Education. Okay, but here's the issue. The Department of Education didn't even know that you were creating my leap until the morning of that you announced it. Exactly. And some of us didn't know until an hour or 10 minutes before you announced it. That's not a partnership. And I would argue that's governance that's very reminiscent of other type of historical figures that are quite dictatorial. That's not a partnership. And so I'm, I'm not shy about sharing what I think on that level. I think it's extremely important for us to really pay attention to not just what people say, but what they do. Exactly. Uh, well, a lot of people, particularly our kids, what they are doing is not attending school uh, of late. We, we just got hit with another story where we have the fourth highest absentee uh, absenteeism of, of 40 states and the District of Columbia This is a crazy statistic to me. Thirty eight and a half percent of our K through 12 students missed more than 10 percent of school this year. What what is behind this, Nikki, and how do we solve this problem? You know, it's a very interesting problem and it's a serious problem. One thing I say to my kids all the time, and honestly, I would it's extremely important to get in the faces of young ones and say this is your opportunity. Not only do you have a public education system that that pays for you to have an equal opportunity to get educated. But the first thing you've got to do is show up mm-hmm. and keep showing up when it's tough. Keep showing up when it, when there's challenges or there's roadblocks in the way. That's the message that we need to get out to our communities. It doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. You have an opportunity to get educated, but you're not going to if you don't show up. And so we can talk about the problem and we should. We should define it, but we should also – Speak the message that people need to hear. So if it's parents in, in the lives of these kids, if it's aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas, anybody that matters to kids, you've got to say those things to them and you've got to say them every single day. Do we have any indication as to why this is happening? Like, is this parents? Is this on parents? Is this on schools? Because pre-pandemic, this is almost double pre-pandemic levels of absenteeism. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, COVID absolutely had an impact on this, right? I want to say one thing that's not related to education, but is that in the long run, we lead the nation in small business closings. When, when Whitmer shut doors to schools and small businesses, it impacted our economy, it impacted our kids, and we're still going to be experiencing the impact of that for, I would argue, decades to come, which is why those messages are so important for people to hear. Yeah, absolutely are. Uh, we got about a minute left, Nikki. You're also running for United States Senate. Uh, there's there's no one else really that's gotten in the race of note compared to you, at least. There's some talk of 
uh, maybe Mike Rogers getting in. Uh, but talk to us briefly. How's your campaign going? What are you focused on? What are you hearing from voters? It's going really well. I mean, I think there's a lot of traction. Momentum is gaining. I've gotten uh, BUPAC's endorsement, Value in Electing Women. Uh, fundraising is continuing to increase and do really well. doesn't matter who really gets into this race. I'm going to be really confident and honest uh, up front. I'm the only one in this primary that has ran and won a statewide election before. Uh, and on the same ticket as Trump, uh, we shall see who our endorsed nominee is as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm confident. You, you are, I, I will note, you are the highest elected statewide Republican official in the state of Michigan. Uh, so <laughs> there's, that's saying a lot for your credentials on that one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we've got to leave it there, Nikki. Uh, we appreciate it. Nikki Snyder, member of the State Board of Education. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. And we will be back after just a few minutes. We'll be talking about the most sophisticated roadway in the world, which will be here in Wayne County on I-94 with MDOT. Uh, when we come back, you're listening to JR Afternoon here on WJR.